Welcome to a party. A birthday party. We love Emily very, 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 very much. Oh, my God. Hey, everybody. It's Jack and Emily coming at you on Emily's birthday. Yeah. Or very close to it, anyway. Yeah. It's not actually my birthday. Yeah. It might be when we release it. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Today is April Fool's Day. Oh, so So. it is. Another holiday. Yeah. A holiday, right? An, ex- an extremely important holiday. Yeah. For, for sadists everywhere. I was just thinking if, if somebody's listening to that intro and is not familiar with the Bright Eyes song, they would be very confused. Very, very confused. Yeah. yeah you're over. Is not good. I guess. Would you say. say they'd be uh despondent at that moment? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> okay. More like just confused. <laughs> we'll find a way to to put at the bottom of everything in this episode. I'll I'll throw okay. a clip of it in somewhere. That way, people can understand that extremely niche joke that I <laughs> yeah. decided to begin the episode with. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, it's Emily's birthday and we wanted to celebrate, so we're gonna play some Emily themed games today. Yeah, uh. it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> all of these uh, Emily themed games are all based around just what I like and my opinions on stuff and my yep. musical taste. So, yep, yep. hope so... you enjoy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you don't like Emily's opinions, um, then you can leave. Yeah, (laughs) I don't care about you anyway. Right. It's Emily's party. Yeah, and she can say her opinions if she wants to. Exactly. So, but also, I can understand why somebody wouldn't care to listen to it, and that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, it's like. The idea of there being somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I was with them for 15 episodes when they were just kind of sharing their opinions. But this episode, (laughs) (laughs) too many opinions. Well, maybe there's somebody who only likes your opinions. That'd be so funny. There's like, God, I just hate Emily's opinions. If you are are out there, person who only likes my opinions, you must find a way to get in touch with us. (laughs) We we both need to know that immediately. Although most of the time we share the same opinion about music. Yeah. Yeah. That would be weird. Yeah. Um, Oh, can I say one thing before we get started with the games? (laughs) So in our last episode, our March Madness Bracket Challenge... Mm-hmm. You had made a case for kung fu fighting, and you oh. urged me to listen to it. And I, I gotta say, I did listen to it yesterday, and it was way better than I expected. There you go. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this song is pretty good, actually." <laughs> that rules. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he? He puts so much into it. Yeah. If it wasn't like if the lyrics weren't such a dumb novelty, it would just be like a a cool funky song like a mid-70s funk song right yeah Yeah. kung fu fighting he like really hits that i feel like (laughs) yeah so anyway i just wanted to bring that up 
That's so great. Yeah. We'll have to redo that episode a couple years from now. And yeah. uh, also Carbuggles will win it. Yeah. If people didn't see the show notes, uh Norman Greenbaum is Jewish. Right. <laughs> we... Right. Definitely wanted to clear that up. We may we uh listening back on it, it was funny because we just said that he was Christian so many times. Right. And he's Jewish. I uh... mean, he didn't do himself many favors when he was like, I got a friend in Jesus. In his biggest song. Um, though I guess Jewish people can have a friend in Jesus. They just don't think he is, oh. you know, divine. Sure. So. You can have a friend in somebody who's been dead for thousands of years. Right. It's not a spiritual being, right? Yeah. My best friend, <laughs> Aristotle. Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's not been dead for thousands of years. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You've read the Da Vinci. <laughs> Come on. Come on. You read the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. <laughs> also, was there a reason why you just used the Da Vinci reference? Did you see me looking at pictures of The Last Supper earlier today? No. Why were you looking at pictures of The Last Supper? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> um, it'll be a different episode. So yeah, we're going to play some games for Emily's birthday. And uh, the first one we got lined up here, kind of a, a warm-up game, um, I'm calling the Random Take Generator. So what I've done is I've I got two piles in front of me. One is a pile of different artists, different bands, and the other is a pile of different themes, different questions. And so I'm going to draw... One from each pile. There's more artisan themes, so I might have to repeat some of those. And we're just going to have Emily riff. We're just going to have her go for it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, here we go. Are you ready right. for this? I guess. All right, so. The artist that I've drawn is Eminem. <laughs> Oh. And the take that I'm drawing. I tried to pick artists that we haven't talked too much about. Um, you know, just to, to show the, the many sides of Emily. Um, and the take is Eminem. Is he better than a grilled cheese sandwich? <laughs> oh my God, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Your thoughts? I, yeah. I thought your takes or take categories were gonna be like best song, worst song, like well, yeah, best album. Some, well, some of them are, but there's only so many. <laughs> there's only so many of those you can do. Okay, is so. he better than a grilled cheese sandwich? I would say yeah. Really? Um, I mean, I think people are more interesting than grilled cheese sandwiches. Uh, he's not my favorite. <laughs> I think there's a lot of white people who are just like, he's the greatest rapper of all time. Like, and hmm, I wonder why that is. Yeah. It's because he's white, yeah. yeah. Um, but I do think he's really talented, even if he's not the greatest rapper of all time. Um, grocery sandwich, I mean, they're grocery sandwiches are great, but they're kind of basic, they're just like bread and cheese. I mean, you can't deny, like, bread and cheese is great. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, especially if you get like a good buttery toasty bread and it's you know, very you satisfying. Garlic in there, yeah. And I want to be clear: there's some bad artists in this pile who are you might consider worse than a grilled cheese sandwich. So oh, okay. This okay. isn't just a, this isn't as cut and dry as you might think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna say he's better than a grilled cheese sandwich. All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> no, hot take. Eminem better than a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, All right. Oh my gosh. Uh, let's do another one here. We'll draw a name, and we'll draw a take. All right. That's a good guy. Um, the artist is David Bowie, and the take is Ooh. best song. The best song Whoa. by David Bowie. Yeah, that's a big one. Oh my gosh. I mean, he's got a lot of great songs. Uh, oh, man. I mean, I I don't know. I love David Bowie. He's my favorite artist of all time. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, God, that's, that's, I think that's news to me. You mean, like, kind of like, as, like, a, as, like, a solo artist or, like, are we are we counting bands here? Yeah, I mean, when we did our uh, questionnaire a few weeks ago, he was one of the artists I listed as my yeah. top ten. But you're saying that he is your favorite? No, I didn't say that. Oh, I thought I heard you say that. <laughs> okay, that's no. like, why are you so surprised? Like, you know, I like David Bowie. <laughs> oh, you like David Bowie? I didn't know. <laughs> um. Uh, one that I well actually one of my like favorite songs of all time is Under Pressure. All right, but that's like that's with Queen, so it's not like a, a pure David Bowie song. But um, maybe Rock and Roll Suicide. Whoa, love that song. Cool. Um, yeah, it's so it feels so epic and it's so like heavy and dramatic but it's very compact it's only three minutes long right and it just like has such a great like crescendo at the end um, give me your hands yeah <laughs> so good yeah it's like the classic album closer um it's obviously ziggy stardust is one of our favorite records mm -hmm. um and it just couldn't end any other way but, like, that final three with, like, Ziggy Stardust, Suffragette City, and then, you know, a heavier, um, kind of more serious song in Rock and Roll Suicide. But that is still, like, rocking and, like, life-affirming. Yeah, that's a great pick. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that song. Shall we generate another random take here? Sure. All right. This is fun. This is fun. All right. So I got Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young here. Okay. I want to know your my your favorite musical moment in this artist's career or in your life with this artist. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Honestly, they're not like a huge figure in my life. Yeah. I like them, but uh, favorite musical moment. You don't have like a, there wasn't a day you were listening to like teach your children and you were like, <laughs> oh, 
oh, that's what I'm going to do someday. You were just like crying when you were like 16, yeah? No. Okay. Um... Uh, I don't know. Okay. That's a tough one. Well, do they is, do they do Down by the River or is that just a Neil Young song? That's just Neil Young, but okay. I think it counts. I think you can pick any of them as solo artists for this. It's your birthday, after all. Okay. Well, there was a time when uh, I was at my friend Tony's house in high school hanging out in his basement. And some of my high school friends jammed to that song. And it was like one of the best jams I've ever heard. Who was so, holding down the rhythm guitar during that jam, Emily? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> wait. Was it you? Were you that there? Was, that was me. Oh my God. That really? was me. Uh, I forgot you were even a part of that. Oh my God. I see. I never have. Because. That- that was my best Neil Young moment in my life. That was a great that was a great jam, wasn't it? I remember looking over to you. You were like on the couch and just I just had this look on my face and you did too. I was just like, I can't believe this is happening right now. <laughs> I've never done this before. Like make music that sounds like this. It's like this good. Yeah, it was good. Oh man. Good good memory. I just you know, it's a shame it's not like more complete <laughs> and it didn't involve me, but you know. <laughs> it's funny i mean i thought that was just a neil young song but i just looked up like crosby stills national young songs for yeah. just to kind of jog my brain and it does list that it says live at the Fillmore east so maybe they all right. performed it together right there's a great video on youtube of the the four of them doing it oh yeah um and just just joining forces on the chorus it's very cool cool so cool Let's see what else we got in my piles. We got. Oh, this is great. So the artist <laughs> is the the artist is the Wu Tang Clan, Ooh. and the question is: If you had to live with any member of this band, who would it be? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, dead or alive. If you want to pick old dirty bastard, Emily, that's your prerogative. I mean, he is my favorite, <laughs> but he'd probably be the worst one to live with. Yeah. The thing is, I don't know anything about like their personalities or like what they're right. like in life. You're just going purely on like their style, on like yeah. the rapping, on on who they well, are on the record. I mean, Raekwon the chef is—he has that name because he's he's actually good at cooking, right? He's always cooking up stuff. I don't know if they mean like cooking up drugs, cooking up trouble, or just right. cooking up cooking up like good rhymes, or if he actually like cooks food. Right. I'm not sure either <laughs> if it's supposed to be a metaphor if he or if he is like legit, like talented in the kitchen. Yeah. That seems like a good choice though. I even like to gamble yeah. on that. Yeah. Let's go with Raekwon and, and hope that he, he's a good cook. Cool. <laughs> If you live with Raekwon too, there's like a good chance that Ghostface is going to be over at some point because they're like they're like best best friends. So okay, cool. Yeah, so two for one. Yeah, there you go. Okey doke. We got 
The Smashing Pumpkins, the best album. Ooh. I only know like two or three. Yeah. And I think you're you're kind of in the same boat. I would probably well, let me see. Because my first thoughts are Siamese Dream and, and Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. Let me let me just look at like a track list real quick. Uh yeah, you're gonna be so divided. <laughs> <laughs> you could just pick Machina 2, the friends and enemies of modern music. God, melancholy is so long. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of songs on there. I a lot of long songs of on there too. Yeah, even just looking at the title, like I don't know most of them off the top of my head. Uh you you would know it if you if you heard them though, I think. Okay. I would probably go with Siamese Dream. Sure. That one's just classic and like it's yeah, it's got a lot of great songs on it. Yeah. Hard to argue with that. Yeah. It has like yeah. less filler than Melancholy too. Just like a solid single album. Yeah. And I think I like every song on it. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. I never really liked Space Boy, but I remember saying that to one of my friends and he just like told me to get out of town. That like that was like the emotional core of the record. So <laughs> Space Boy <laughs> I miss you. All right. What else we got here? We're just warming up, baby. Just warming up. Okay, we got um, what is a mistaken idea that people have about this artist? And the artist in question is Outcast. Ooh. Yeah. I would say mistaken idea is that people think that Andre 3000 is the creative force behind the group. That's good. Yes. Uh, and I think there's a lot of people like me who are like, into like rock and indie and stuff that are like into outcasts because they're pretty like eclectic hip-hop group you know they're like pretty artistic and like and accessible and yeah like when and like speaker box love below came out and everybody was like i feel like people are like in our cohort were like really into the love below because it was just so creative like there was just like jazz on there and like slow r&b and yeah. i don't know just like yeah very eclectic album i think people under a big boy though he's like he's equally as creative he's not like as his i guess his music isn't like as eclectic as andre's but uh but i, I think, think he's like just as creative I think it's still fair to call him like a freak uh, uh, as somebody who just thinks about things in a different way for most rappers and most musicians. Yeah. I mean, he channels that kind of freakiness through more of like the conventional pattern of, of hip hop. But I mean, he's obviously a great rapper. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's like increasingly fair to think of him as like the engine for that that band maybe not for all their ideas but like you know since they've dissolved like andre has not made any music or very little music he's appeared here and there um and i'm there's probably like complex reasons for that but i wonder if just like 
being partners with big boy with somebody who clearly has like a lot of energy and like ideas and stuff just playing off of that wasn't like really constructive yeah um, i'm sure it was that's a great um great take uh, oh we love big boy so. we love big boy <laughs> yeah he rules. what what else we got also uh he's a he's a big kate bush fan Yes. I mean, you gotta be, like, an interesting rapper. To okay. Be, like, really into Kate Bush. He was, like, ten years ahead of the curve on, yeah. running, on running up that hill. <laughs> yeah. I mean... That was, like, that's, like, his favorite song, or one of his favorite songs. Yes. Yeah. And, like, way before the whole uh, Stranger Things thing. Right. He understood, like, that that song was, like, there was something especially cool going on with it. Yeah. That great pitchfork video when he's asked yeah. to name his favorite song and he picks that one and he just like clearly loves every part of it totally uh, all right i got another take here lined up all right the band is fleetwood mac Ooh, and okay. it's w- the worst song by fleetwood oh, mac. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah okay like, do, do they even Let's have see. one um Hmm. Let me just let me just let me just think about this. Uh hmm. I don't think there's like anything on rumors that I would say is bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything on Tusk that I would say is bad. Right. Uh, and I don't know all their albums that well. It's got to be Don't Stop, right? What? I like that song. <laughs> the Bill Clinton one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Tango in the Night because I was like recently got into that album and it's they're not all great songs. Right. But I can't think of like what the worst one is. Right. Uh, I feel like the quality control is pretty high once like Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks join the group. Like they they're not super prolific, you know, after that. Like they only released like four or five albums with that lineup. And I think they they picked good ones, you know, to go on those records. Yeah. So I would say one that I'm just not really into is Oh Daddy. Okay. <laughs> and also just like I don't know, is she talking about her dad or is she talking about like her lover? Yeah. And I just don't like when people call their lovers daddy. Just like Yeah. Just... Yeah. That's why that's <laughs> yeah. why it was so weird when we went to Texas and everyone was like, My daddy. My, was like, my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're like forty. Yeah. Why are you talking about your daddy? Um, Daddy's yeah. Don't I guess I go with that. Yeah. Okay. I don't think yeah. it's that bad. I don't think it's bad, but I'm just not really. It's, it is a worse song, though, per Emily. Just no, kidding. it's just the one yeah. I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> I'm sure I could come up with a worse one. Bruce Springsteen and. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm moving on. Sorry. Yeah, I've, I've drawn again. Bruce, no, that's Br- 
Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Would you pay a hundred dollars to see them live? Yeah, I have. Like twice. <laughs> Easy enough. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Would I pay like five hundred? No. Right. And that's the thing. Like these days, you might have to do that because yeah. he's gone full in. Um, you know, colluding with uh, Ticketmaster. Although your brother just saw him for what he said was like eighty bucks. I think so. That's a good price. And I guess I had a great time. I guess he still got it. Cool. Yeah. Um, I can do another here. Sure. Um, the artist is James Taylor. <laughs> okay. The question is, who would you love to see collaborate with this artist? Oh my god. Ah. I know we're we're both big Taylor heads. Not really. Um. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would, I would think it'd be cool if he did something like totally from left field. Cannibal Corpse, yeah. I would say like, like dwarves. Nice. <laughs> wow. That would be weird. Oh my god. I would just be curious what that would be like. Right. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. Get high. Um, <laughs> actually, that kind of does sound like a James Taylor lyric a little bit. <laughs> uh, I don't um, know about that. Yeah. Let's see what else we got. Ugh. All right. So the band is the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and the question Ooh. I want to know is: uh, Could you beat this artist at basketball? <laughs> Um, and I think it was in this case, it's like you either have to assemble a team of four, or maybe just okay. it's your choice who you want to play a one on one. I mean, if my team of four were like four professional basketball players, then I would say yes. Right. But if it was four people like similar, me, uh, yeah. then like, yeah, basketball aptitude to me, then I would say no. Okay. <laughs> I'm not afraid of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, peppers. they're not that old, you know, and I'm really short. And yeah. I, I I, don't know if they're particularly tall, but they're, like, men at least. They're still fairly light, you know? Yeah. I think they're clean now, too, for the most part. Oh, so okay. whatever advantage you might have over them, like, because they're strung out is, is probably not there anymore. Yeah, but, I can see them, like, you know, they're, like, just hanging out. In L.A. back in the day. I can see them just playing a lot of, like, pick-me-up games. Right. Or pick-up, what do you call it, pick-up games. <laughs> Not pick they played a lot of pick-up sticks, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so I've run out of takes here. I can recycle okay. the old ones. Or, no, I have, I have additional I artists. Good. Okay, you think that's good? Oh, well, okay, if you want. How many artists do you have left? I got well. I got ten more. Is the thing. Whoa. We can yeah, do a let's couple. Do, let's do like one more. Okay. Okay. One more. Let's shuffle them up. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is good. <laughs> uh. Okay. We don't. Well. Well. Uh. <laughs> okay, the cast of Glee is the artist. Wow, that's a lot of people. <laughs> the one I drew was, what is a mistaken idea that people have about this artist? That they're good. 
There you go. Boom. <laughs> Emily's birthday. I hate Glee. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Glee. Sorry. No, sorry. No. I just, every time I hear a Glee cover of a song that I like, it makes me so mad. Because I feel like they take everything that I like about that song and then just, like, get rid of it. And it's just left with, like, a shell of itself. Right. Like, they take any element that feels, like, real or soulful or edgy or interesting, and then they just, like, whitewash it, and it sounds like garbage. I mean, they've got nice voices, but they're not interesting voices to me. They're just, like, just kind of generic. It was weird, too, how, like, when that show was around and it was a huge hit, you'd hear those songs on the radio. Like, Glee covers of songs were actually played and became hits. It was, uh... Yeah. Yeah, and and it, it wasn't something I was super, super partial to either, I gotta say. It's like, to me, when I hear a Glee cover, it sounds like Kids Bop or Tweens. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it, though. Yeah. Yeah. And they they can't even claim to have, like, the, like, in the Kids Bop Since You've Been Gone video, like, the tiger who jumps up and does the splits. <laughs> so, yeah, the one, the one cool thing about Kids Bop. Yeah, the, the, the most incredible moment in music video history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check that out, people. Yeah. <laughs> So there was this woman, and she was uh, <clears throat> on an airplane, and she's flying to meet her fiance, sailing high above the the largest ocean on planet Earth. And she was seated next to this man who, you know, she had tried to start conversations, and the only, really, the only thing she heard him say was just to order his his Bloody Mary. And when she was sitting there, and she was reading this really arduous magazine article about a third world country that she couldn't even pronounce the, the name of and she's feeling very bored and very despondent and and then uh, suddenly there was this huge mechanical failure and one of the, the engines gave out and they started just falling in 30,000 feet the uh, pilots on the on the microphone and he's he's saying I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, oh my God, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm apologizing. And, and she looks at the man and she, and she says, she says, she says, where are we going? And, uh, and he looks at her and he says, we're going to a party. It, it's a birthday party. It's your birthday party. Happy birthday, darling. We love you very, 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 very much. And then uh, he starts humming this little tune, and and uh, it kind of goes like this. It's kind of one, two, one, two, three, four. We must talk in every telephone, get eaten off the web. We must rip out all the epilogues from the books that we have read. Into the face of every criminal strapped firmly to a chair We must stare, we must stare, we must stare We must take all of the medicines too expensive now to sell 
set fire to the preacher who is promising us hell. Into the ear of every anarchist that sleeps but doesn't dream. We must sing, we must sing, we must sing. And it'll go like this, alright. While my mother waters plants, my father loads his gun. He says death will give us back to God. Just like the setting sun is returned to the lonesome ocean. All right, okay. so we've generated right. some random takes. We're warmed yeah. up now. Yeah. Uh, the second game we're going to play is a little game called Emily Pursuit. Woo! It's a trivia game. And I think, Emily, you're going you're gonna to ask me questions about your music taste and your music life, and I have to get them right. Yeah, and you got to take a drink if you get it wrong. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I only have uh, five questions, so. Okay. Okay. You, you won't have to take too many drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I should just take a shot for each one I miss. Then Whoa. Make it real interesting. Whoa. <laughs> Better get them right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see how well you really know me. Okay. All right. First question. I am so confident at this, by the way. You don't know what the questions are. I'm saying I'm, I'm just like. The, the game, it, it, you know, I don't know the questions when I play a, a typical, ga- typical game of Trivial Pursuit, and I feel confident there, and I feel very confident in this arena right now. Wow. Yeah. So bring I mean, it on, that's what I say. You have known me for, what, 16 years? Yeah, that's just it. I have every possible advantage here. Yeah. So... But I tried to pick stuff that, like, you might not know. So. Okay. All right. Here we go. First question. What is the first song I learned to play on drums? Okay. Um, I know some of the first couple you have played on drums. And I think you and your brother used to jam songs. So it would probably be some kind of rock song from the 90s or 2000s that would be like easy to learn like something like Green Day or something but I'm gonna say I want to say it's like a Nirvana song and I want to say it's Aneurysm by Nirvana final answer whoa no (laughs) stop That song would be too hard to learn as a first song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of think yeah. think simpler drumming. Okay, so if you want to have was, a second, okay, guess. okay, okay, okay. Hold, hold. <laughs> oh. It was it was um, the White Stripes. Um, ooh, uh, what would it have been? Uh, Fell in love with a girl? No, 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 no. Um, the White Stripes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What was it? Seven Nation Army. Damn it! <laughs> How confident are you feeling now? <laughs> that is a good one to start with because it's um, what mostly bass kick. Yeah. And then you throw in, you know, a little 
little, little tom drum. Yeah, it's a pretty simple like two four yeah. beat. Um, well, it's like the way Meg drums is like she always matches the cymbal or the hi hat like to the kick drum, mm-hmm. uh, which makes it easier if you're learning. Did you know that like the most recent like music thing to go viral on Twitter was that old ass fucking argument about like if Meg White is a good drummer. Oh God, why? Like, why are we talking about that in 2023? I, it was really weird. It was just like such like a yeah like a 2005 opinion. Like some that's so random. random. Yeah, it was like uh, she's a terrible drummer, and then just got dunked on by everybody like jack uh, white like came to meg's defense and like nice. Love, and all of these people were just like fuck you buddy hell yeah almost to the point where i kind of felt i mean this guy just had like an opinion about something <laughs> you know yeah and it, and it was made to feel like a piece of shit by like these incredibly <laughs> like famous musicians but uh yeah. but it is a terrible opinion i think yeah i mean if your idea of a good drummer is somebody who's just like uh can do all this like really complicated show offy shit and like well then yeah she wouldn't be a good drummer right but if your idea of a good drummer is somebody like has steady rhythm that like i can always find the beat that like creates like really iconic drum beats and like right. or who just like kind of serves the musical vision of yeah the group which she did perfect and also could like improvise so well and like at like live shows, right? Such an yeah. underrated facet She's a great drummer. Of, of her, like as a musician, I think. Yeah. Like I've tried to do that sort of jamming, like where they just kind of go from song to song in these medleys, and obviously their songs aren't super complicated, but I mean, you have to have like a pretty intuitive sense of rhythm, I think, and you have to be able to just play off of your musical partner like really well, yeah, to make that work. Um, yeah, so I guess I missed the first of the Emily Pursue questions. Yikes. Sad. You might you might miss the next one too. Okay. What was we'll the see. second song you learned to play on drums? <laughs> no, I don't even know. Mm. Another white stripes song. That I just kind of stuck to the white stripes at, at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, is this and a then white I, stripes question? And then I graduated to the strokes. Oh, okay. Okay. And I then it. I graduated to Nirvana. Right. Yeah. Okay. Question is which artists have I not seen live at Pine Knob? Is it... <laughs> uh, yeah. Is it A, the Moody Blues? B, the Bare Naked Ladies? C, Credence Clearwater Revisited? D, Eddie Money? Or E, the Doobie Brothers? Okay. I think I know this actually because I I think I've heard all the stories when you've seen these artists and I think it's actually weirdly enough D Eddie Money who's the ultimate pine knob artist. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Although also I can't say that with a hundred percent certainty because I feel like when I was a kid <laughs> I just went to a lot of concerts of pine knob and like didn't really know the artist because i was just a kid and they were like right. boomer artists 
So there's a chance that I did see any money when right. I was a kid and just like forgot about it, but I could... have no recollection of seeing it. And what else would explain that crazy feeling you get whenever you hear, baby, hold on to me. It's <laughs> part of you. It is, yeah. That's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the others you just listed? Creed's Clearwater Revisited. I remember that because you said all the people that were scum. Yeah, um, it was just a lot of like bikers, and they were all drunk, and they were all smoking, and like I was, and like old. Right. Yes. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah. And and I was there with you and your mom when you saw the Moody Blues. Okay. Um. What was B? Bare Naked Ladies. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember you talking about that. And I feel like you saw them after Stephen Page. Yeah. 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 Sadly. Bad. Bad. Sad. I mean, they were still good, but it's not the same without Stephen mm. Page. And then the Doobie Brothers. That's just like classic pine knob kind of stuff, you know. Without love. <laughs> All right, good job. Thank you. All right, one so for the two. next. Yeah, <laughs> one. For... The next one is a. It's a five-parter. So I have five songs, and I, I'm asking you, how would I rate them on a scale of one to five? That's so funny. Okay. Let's go. And these are not songs that uh like have any I have any like special attachment to or any anything. They just kind of came to me. I don't know. So They're this is the hardest songs. question of anything ever is what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to just read them off or do you want to do what, like What one do I time? think of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 100? Yeah. Right. No, no, yeah, yeah. you can go ahead and list them off. Yeah. Okay, so the first one I have, Do You Love Me by The Contours. Okay. And then I have Money for Nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> by Dire Straits. By Dire Straits. Um, time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Okay. Send Me On My Way by uh -huh. Rusted Root. Uh-huh. And Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Now, okay. Now, just to be clear... Did you give each of these like a different one out of five rating or do some of them have the same score or do you want me to rank them in order? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, but it's not like one of them got one. One of them got a five. Maybe. Okay. Maybe they did. Okay. You know what? Never mind. Uh, I can do this. Okay. So. Five is the best, one is the worst, we are saying that. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. And I didn't cheat and say, like, zero, or, like, negative ten, or anything like that. Um, right. Yeah, because we're older than ten, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. See, part of me wants to say you went five, four, three, two, one here, but... I think Do You Love Me is a five for you. I'll say that. And, and I don't know exactly when you want to tell me I'm right or wrong. Maybe at the very end here. But I'm thinking Do You Love Me is a five. Because um, you're a Motown fan. That's one of the great Motown songs. It's just so fun and energetic. It's got all the things that Emily likes in the songs. Um, Money for Nothing. I know you talked about that recently. And I can't remember what you were saying i don't think you're like a dire straits person generally speaking i feel like that's also one where 
we we always kind of are talking about it for some reason and i'm like you know money for nothing and you're like what is that and oh no. you're like oh yeah <laughs> and you're like chicks Don't for free do that. yeah yeah no so i'm thinking that one is going to be a 3 for you Time After Time by Sydney Lauper. You expounded on her at great length a couple episodes ago. And you didn't you, you didn't have great things to say. Um I don't think that um but I don't think you hate that song. So I'm going to say that's another 3. Send Me On My Way by Rusted Root. This is the one where you could break my heart. Like cuz for me that's like there's no way that's higher than a two, but that seems like the kind of song where you might be like, it's a five for me. <laughs> so I want to say, I would love to, we will run you. Would you like that? Oh my God. I'm going to say you give that, a, I'm going to say, so it's five, three, three, send me on away is a two and hit me with your best shot as a one. Cause I, I definitely know you have negative opinions about that song um which is just mystifyingly um overplayed and it's just like kind of a tepid um uh song so yeah those are my ratings for you how'd i do okay you got three of them right okay that means i got the question right yeah (laughs) i don't know about that uh do you love me yeah you're right i love that song five out of five great song Money for nothing. I like it. I don't love it. Uh, you know, it's the kind of song if I hear it on the radio, <laughs> I might listen to it, or I might just like keep searching for something better. Mm-hmm. So is it uh, a three? So that's a, that's a three. Hell yeah! I like it. I don't love it. I'm divided about whether I want some more of it. <laughs> uh, uh, hit me with your best shot. You're right. I don't like it. I think it's so annoying. When it comes on, I'm just kind of like shudder. I'm like, ugh. Uh, so that's a one. Mm. Um, time after time, you said three. I would actually give that a two. Wow. I just uh, just doesn't do anything for me. Okay. I'm not like annoyed with it. I don't think it's terrible, but I just think it's it's kind of boring, and I was not into it. So I gave that two. Send me on my way. I I was kind of in between two numbers for this one. Oh God. <laughs> so. I would have given you a credit for three or four. Oh, my God. <laughs> but not a two. That's... Oh, my God. Okay. I do, li- I do like that song. Okay. Also, it reminds me of the movie Matilda. I just have a good association with it. For some reason, I associate it with Fern Gully. <laughs> oh, maybe it's in Fern Gully. It was, it was in a lot of things in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. A four for Rusted Root. (laughs) It's kind of a three and a half for me. Okay. I would have, yeah, I would have given you credit either way. We will crawl. (laughs) Okay. So you did okay. I did okay. You did okay. Okay. All right. Next question. And I will, I, I have two answers. I'll give you credit for if you get either, if you get either. Okay. But the question is, what is the most embarrassing CD that I've ever owned? 
So I have two in mind, and I'll if you guess one of those two, you'll get a point. Okay, I might be able to do both. I don't Ooh. see because I know you've told me about like your young CD collection, um, and I've and I've seen it. Um, well, at least some of it in the massive CD wallet that you still have. Um, <laughs> now, just as a prelude, I think you've said that you had On the Six by Jennifer Lopez, but I don't think you're embarrassed of that. Not at all. I know for a fact that you had Silver Side Up by Nickelback, and, and I know that that's one of the two here. Uh, yes, you're right. <laughs> okay. Now, the other one, you had the pop punk phase. I'm going to say Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous by Good Charlotte. Oh, I did have that CD, but I was not embarrassed. But... Okay, okay. So you should have been, but you know, there you go. I feel yeah. like that was an appropriate CD for a, a 12 or 13 year old girl. Okay. So I was not embarrassed by that. Silver Side Up is correct, though. Uh, that was that was before I realized how bad they were, and I was like, just getting into rock music, and just kind of like buying CDs more on a whim than before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was just like, I'll just get this. Like, Yeah. Well, at that age, you don't have much to go on, right? Yeah. That and was you when also, I bought, like... That's when I bought CDs by Creed and Dave Matthews. So... Yeah. So, let's see. That album came out in... You know, in 2001? Right. So, I must have been pretty... I feel like I bought it when it came out. So, you would have been... 11. But I would have been, like, 11. I feel like I was a little older than that. Oh, wow. It came out on September 11th, 2001. Oh, my God. Damn. That should have been a sign. Okay. Okay. That's, uh, there you go, dude. That was the worst tragedy that befell America that day. Wow. (laughs) You know, I'm pretty sure Is This It by the Strokes came out that same day, actually. Right around that time. It might have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember uh, getting Silver Side Up, and I listened to it once, like, all the way through. When I was, like, I was doing something in my room. I was, like, cleaning my room or, like, putting up a bookshelf or something. And I never listened to it again because I thought it was really bad. <laughs> so it was embarrassing to own, but at least I didn't like it. So I got that. Right. You were sorry to have bought it. Sorry. Yeah, I was very sorry. Uh, I wanted my money back. (laughs) No, my other embarrassing CD was Elephunk by the Black Eyed Oh, yeah. Emily. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I remember asking for that for Christmas and getting it and thinking that like the Black Eyed Peas were good. Yeah. Some reason, like, uh, I think it was like the song, like, Let's Get It Started. I was like, This is a good song, right? Uh, and then what was the other song that had like the uh, Where's the Love? No, uh, it had the um, uh... like the surf rock. Oh, right. the one with like the Miserlu guitar, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the black peas, the black pea, the black eyed peas version of that was. 
Um, I don't even know if it was on that CD, but I remember just thinking like, yeah, they're good. They're like interesting. I think I thought they were kind of like the Fugees or something. Right. <laughs> just like this cool like group of like. You know, that's probably what they were going for like early on. Maybe. Right. Maybe. But, but <laughs> yeah, without without any like taste or yeah, talent. They were really bad. I'm being embarrassed that I forgot that thing. Ella Funk. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> I should have known by the name of the album. But... Yeah. Did that come out at around the same time as Elephant by the White Stripes? Um. Yeah. It came out that's... in 2003. Elephant. Man. I think Elephant's 2003 as well. Was it? Yeah, because I think it's a. Dude, it's the 20th anniversary of Elefunk, oh. of Elephant. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do a, an episode contrasting oh, those two albums. First, 2003, which was exactly Whoa. years ago today. Holy shit! Wow! Wow! Well, That's happy cool. birthday. And look at us talking about Meg White and Seven Nation Army and stuff. Wow. And we didn't know. So anyway. Yeah, it's, yeah, I need to have a moment to like take this in. This is huge. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it's 20 years. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Time. Time. Time after time. It flexes like a whore. Wow. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a David Bowie song. Yeah, I have uh, I have one question left. All right. So what am I two for? I think I got that last one because I got one of the two. Okay. So I've gotten. Sure. Yeah, you got that right. You got that right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last question. So when I was in college and I studied abroad in Madagascar, I did a week long rural village stay, and while I was there, um. We had International Women's Day, and there was uh-huh. a big festival where, like, my village all got together, and like the the like the leader of the village was there up on a stage with like some important people, and we put on all these performances, and somehow I got roped into leading a belly dance for a group of like fifteen women. Uh, for for like this leader of the village, because uh, I had taken a belly dancing, uh, like adult education course <laughs> over the summer and learned a routine. So my question is, what song did I do this belly dance to? The song was "Waka Waka" by Shakira. Yeah! 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 Yes! <laughs> nice. I'll admit it took me a second to come up with the name there. I was like, not to, not to. Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, I know that Emily story. That's one of your great musical moments. Yeah. I didn't know the story. I wasn't sure if you'd remember what song it was. You did good. Choosing your battles, pick 
yourself up and dust yourself off and back in the saddle. You're on the front line, everyone's watching. You know it's serious, we're getting closer, this isn't over. The pressure's off, you feel it, but you got it all, believe it. When you fall, get up, oh, oh, and if you fall, get up, eh, eh. Cause this is Africa. All right, I do. I think I smashed Emily Pursuit. You did pretty well. <laughs> I did. I you smashed it. Okay. <laughs> I did okay. Okay. All right. All right. We're ready to move on to the last segment. We have a final game here that we're calling Life in Pop. And this game. We're going to make a lifetime playlist for Emily, for you. (laughs) And um, basically, we're going to pick a song for each year that you've been alive um, that comes from the top 10 Billboard hits from that year. So we'll start in 1990 and we'll look at the top 10 from that year. And you'll determine uh, which of those songs is the best. Mm-hmm. And we'll add it to your your lifetime playlist here. We should actually make a playlist. Oh, I'm I'm going to. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So everybody, you can find the link uh, on uh, just <laughs> the Spotify playlist in the, oh, in the show notes. Yeah. I like this. Okay. So, and we might. I don't think we're gonna get through all 33 songs on this podcast, but I would love <laughs> to like actually go through and do all of it, even if it's not on the podcast, but like. We, for the sake of the podcast, we could do like every three years or something and do like 11 picks, maybe. Would that be fun? Um, okay. You want to do that? I don't know. Yeah. Or we yeah, could just do, do like the 90s or whatever, because I feel like we're going to stop knowing songs as we hit like, you know, 2016 or whatever. <laughs> It's your birthday. You want, yeah, you let's just start at the beginning and then we'll go for however long we want to. Okay. Because <laughs> so, that'll be easier for me to just like jump back in. So looking at 1990, yeah. the number one song of that year, the, the top 10 in order, Wilson Phillips, Hold On, Roxette, It Must Have Been Love, Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You, Bell Biv Devo, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> Poison, Madonna, Vogue, Mariah Carey, Vision of Love, Phil Collins, Another Day in Paradise, and Vogue is at eight with Hold On, which is not the Wilson Phillips song. Just like crazy. (laughs) The the two songs with that title. So Um, Nine is Billy Idol, Cradle of Love, and ten is John Bon Jovi, Blaze of Glory. All right. What do you think? So I don't think I know all of these songs. I don't know... um... In Vogue's Hold On, mm-hmm. Bill Collins, Another Day in Paradise, Bill, Billy Idol, Cradle of Love. I don't know if I know that one. Yeah. And Belle Biv DeVoe's Poison. I don't think I know that one either. The fact that Billy Idol had a 90s hit is just like yeah. really weird to me. It is weird. But oh. um, I like a lot of these songs. None of them are like hugely important to me. But I would probably go with nothing compares to you by Sinead O'Connor okay cool great song 
I also think it's fun to pick the worst song. Oh, yeah. Each year. And we're not going to make a, a playlist out of that because it would yeah. be a, a horrible playlist. Yeah. But I'm going to say the worst one was Another Day in Paradise by Phil Collins. Why is that? A song, that a song that I've never heard before, but I hate Phil Collins. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I'm going to guess that's the worst one. I think I had him in the... Um... The, the the artist pile for the takes game actually Ooh, we didn't okay. get to him but yeah there you go there's your phil collins take um, i don't hate every phil collins song but yeah overall he's bad paper lead i'm sorry Mark. <laughs> um all right 1990 nothing compares to you but sinead o'connor let's go to 1991 all right all right so we got uh, Brian Adams was number one. Wow. With everything I do. <laughs> I do it for you. Two is color me bad. I want to sex you up. This is already... I can't believe that was number two. Number two. Wow. This is already so Come much on, better people. than 1990s list too. Um, uh, number three, CNC Music Factory. Gonna make you sweat. Four, Paula Abdul, Rush Rush. Then Timmy T, One More Try. Timmy T? Uh, uh, EMF, unbelievable. Oh, (laughs) Uh, extreme more than words. High five. I like the way the kissing game. Nine is surface. The first time. What are these songs? And ten is Amy. Amy Grant. Baby, baby. Baby, baby. Are you gonna pick that one? Um, no. Okay. I don't know all of these songs either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go with Gonna Make You Sweat. Oh, cool. Yeah. Parentheses, Everybody Dance Now. You sweat. Is that a Martha Wash song? I forget now. I don't think so, but I think it was the other one. Okay. The, the other person. <laughs> the other one. That was like one of those session singers. Right. If it was like a house influenced song in the 80s and 90s, it was one of two singers, Martha Wash or the other one. Or the other one. Oh, it was Martha Wash. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. She's so yeah, great. gotta be that one. We mentioned in the last episode. Yeah. This is, yeah. yeah, neither of which is the Wash episode. We're still gonna do that at some point. All um, right. The worst song, though, I'm gonna say is. <laughs> I just keep picking songs that I don't know. Yeah. But there's no way I like the way parentheses the kissing game is good by by high five. No idea who that is. Yeah, there's. Is, but there's, I'm gonna say that's the worst. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no way. So, there we go. Okay. okay. 1992. I'm gonna make sure I got this right here. Okay. Oh, we got some rock in this one. Oh. Number one is Boys to Men, End of the Road. Um, two, Sir Mix-A-Lot, Baby Got Back, which we mm. discussed on our last One Hit Wonders episode. Uh, three, Crisscross, Jump. Vanessa Williams, Save the Best for Last. TLC, Baby, Baby, Baby. Basically, if you said the word baby a couple times <laughs> in the early 90s, you had a hit. Uh, six is Eric Clapton, Tears in Heaven. Oh, I can't wait for you to pick that as the worst one. Um, seven, in <laughs> Vo- seven in Vogue, 
my lovin', you're never going to get it. Eight, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Under the Bridge. Nine, Color Me Bad, once again. All four, number four, love. Ten, John Cicada, Just Another Day. Hmm. Okay. I don't know all these songs either. Right. It's uh, crazy how a song can be that big in the moment and then just be lost to the sands of time. Um, it's crazy that like of these songs like again we talked about this last episode it's baby got back that you hear the yeah. most of all these songs yeah maybe not maybe under the bridge or something but yeah I, I wish i knew that tlc song baby 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 i don't think i know it it's probably great probably great and i kind of want to pick it in hopes that it's great but it might not be so i'm not gonna pick it <laughs> 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 um you know what? I'm gonna go uh, for something I is not my typical go to. Here we go. Music. Here we go. Yeah. I'll pick "End of the Road" by Boys to Men. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, I like that song. Okay. Good one. I don't think I know that one. It's like all the way to the end of the road. Okay. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. You know. Okay. No, I don't think so. Okay, it's a good one. Yeah. Um. (laughs) I'll listen to it. (laughs) It's on your playlist, after all. I gotta listen to it now. Um. Worst one. I'm gonna go with. Tears in heaven. No. I want to say color me bad because <laughs> what are they doing having to hit after I want to I want to yeah. set you up right like there's no way it's good so yeah. I'm, I'll, I'm gonna go with color me bad all for love okay cool now do you have the, these Whoa. lists in front of you Emily I just scrolled down and I saw that the number 100 was I can't make you love me by Bonnie Raitt and mm. why can't that be in the top 10 huh not good enough. Smells like Teen Spirit was 32. Oh, wow. I mean, wow. there's a lot of good songs on here. It is funny how, like, the story of rock and roll is like, uh, Nirvana came along and they he, he blew Michael Jackson off the charts or whatever. But it's still like, <laughs> you know, Joe to see Joe Public live and learn was still played more than Smells Like Teen Spirit. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Now, do you have a list in front of you, Emily? I don't know if you've looked ahead to 1993 yet, but do you want to guess what the number one I'm, song is? I'm looking. Oh, oh I you're looking? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. What a year. Yeah. So we got Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. Tag team. Whoom. There it is. UB40, Can't Help Falling in Love. Janet Jackson, That's the Way Love Goes. Silk, Freak Me. <laughs> SWWV, which is just like a combination of like some of the worst uh, acronyms. Um, <laughs> uh, weak, shy, shay. If I ever fall in love, Mariah Carey, Dream Lover, Rex in effect, Rump Shaker, Ten Snow, Informer, 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 just just edging nothing but a G thing out of, out of the top ten. So. Um, I'm gonna go with 
Dream Lover by Mariah Carey. Nice. That's a great song. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. I feel like Mariah Carey is always showing up on these lists. I mean, that, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's not, not like a big <laughs> thing. But you can rely on her to actually have a good song in it. You know, they're not they're not these like super embarrassing songs like, you know, uh, whatever Rump Shaker is by Rex in effect. Mm-hmm. It's probably really good. I don't know. Do you know what the worst song would be? I don't know. I'm really just guessing because I don't know all the songs. Yeah. And uh, you like Informer, so you can't pick that. Yeah. So I, I'll go with um, Freak Me by Silk. Freak Me. Freak <laughs> Me? Uh, freak Me. Freak yeah. Me. Is it supposed to be like kind of like Fuck Me? Is that what they're going for? Yeah, probably. Okay. Ooh, Emily. No, I'm hearing it. The, 1994, the greatest year in music history. And we'll do an episode about it next year. Whoa. Um, for Ace of Bass. Oh my God. Shit. They had three in the top 10. This is your year, too, I feel like. These are, these are Emily songs right this here. This is my year. Namely, because there's three Ace of Bass songs in the top 10. That's just crazy. We have Ace of Bass, The Sign, All for One, I Swear classic emily jam um classic emily jam <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> uh, <laughs> boys to men i'll make love to you celine dion the power of love mariah carey hero lisa loeb and nine stories stay tony braxton breathe again brian adams rod stewart and sting all for love uh from the three musketeers soundtrack um, Ace of Base at number nine with all that she wants, and Ace of Base at number ten with Don't Turn Around, Emily. Don't turn around. Uh oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not the right one. Uh, <laughs> you say only hear what I want to. Um, I, this is making me realize how big like R and B slow jams were in the early nineties. Yeah. Like I knew they were popular, but I didn't know they were like like so popular they took up like so much of like the Billboard top ten. Right. Um I wanna go with one of these Ace of Base songs. I just have to figure out which one is my favorite. What's all that she wants? How does that go? All that she wants is another baby. She's gonna get to all that she wants. Here's another baby. Yeah. It sounds like Alejandro. That's not the one that ends with "I'm a clown for you." Or... <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, they all kind of sound the same. Right. <laughs> Um, let's go with, uh, this, this sign I feel like is a little, like, more played than other ones. Mm -hmm. So for that, like, I'll go with all that she wants. Okay, cool. All that she wants. Now, what's the worst on this top ten? I think they're all great. This has been the best so far. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna go with uh, 
All for Love, Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting. <laughs> I don't know that song, but I feel like there's no way it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Rod Stewart 90s, like Kiss of Death, I feel like. Not that, like, Brian Adams and Sting are, like, bringing the cool. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Um, 1995. All right. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll stop here. We'll do the, just the first five. Okay. Oh, you want to do 95? I have, I have this will be the sixth one, actually. Because you did 1990. Oh, that's right. Yeah. This is fun. This is TLC's year, apparently. Yeah. Number one in 1995. This is the first time a rap song has been number one. Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. Um, Followed by a pair from TLC, Waterfalls and Creep. Seal, Kiss from a Rose. (laughs) Five is Boys to Men, Unbended Knee. Six is Real McCoy, Another Night. Seven is Mariah Carey. Wait, you said Udi? You know that song? Yeah, I love that song. Okay. This this seems like a very <laughs> Emily year, too. I lo- yeah, I like this. I like 1995. Yeah. Seven is Mariah <laughs> Carey, Fantasy. Eight is Madonna, Take a Bow. Nine, Monica, Don't Take a Personal, Just One of Dem Days. Ten is Montel Jordan, This is How We Do It. This is how we do it. Man, this is a great year. I like most of these songs a lot. I love Gangsta's Paradise. I love Waterfalls. I love Creep. I love Kiss from a Rose. I don't know Unbended Knee. Mm-hmm. I love Another Night. I love Fantasy. I don't know Take a Bow or Don't Take It Personal. Just one of them days. And uh, and this is how we do it. It's a great song. Ooh, this is tough, man. It's gotta be Waterfalls, right? Yeah, I'm going to go with Waterfalls. That song is just so cool. One of a kind. Love it. Great one to do a Great. Waterfall to when you're playing Circle, Circle yeah. of Death. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do one more. This is fun. Yeah, it's so fun. It's also, fun. I, I, I love this how, first of all, um, all for one, um, I Can Love You Like That. Wait, didn't we do that one already? No, I Can Love You Like That by All for One is 15 this year. Um, that I can love you like oh, that. Yeah, I, I feel like both of those songs were covered by like country artists, which is really bizarre to me. Girl. Um, aren't they coming to the uh, the Ohio Zucchini Fest? All for that, uh, all for one is that uh, Vanilla Ice is headlining. Oh, whoa, okay, that's cool. I think it's <laughs> let me let me let me look this up. How do you spell zucchini? Z u c c h i n i. I got it. Stupid okay. double C. Um. Yeah, I know Vanilla Ice is headlining, featuring t- Tone Lock and All for One. I believe that's Tone Loke. Tone Loke and yeah. All for One. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I didn't know I knew two all for one songs, but I did. We'll have to go to the Zucchini Fest and learn more. Oh, I didn't say my worst song from that right. year. I'm going to go with the Monica songs because it doesn't sound good from the title. 
just one of them days. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably great, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good year. <laughs> All right. So we'll end with 1996, unless we're feeling really good about doing another, which is possible. 1996 um, is not as good as the last couple of years, I think. But it still has some winners. Number one is the Macarena by Los Del Rio. Two, Mariah Carey and Boys to Men, One Sweet Day. Three is Celine Dion, Because You Love Me. Four, Tony Rich Projects, Nobody Knows. Not to be confused with the Alan Parsons Project. Um, <laughs> five, Mariah Carey, Always Be My Baby. Six, Tracy Chapman, Give Me One Reason. Okay, there's some really good ones on here. Never yeah. mind. Those two, yeah. for example. Um, yeah. Seven, Bone Thugs and Harmony, The Crossroads. Eight, Donna Lewis, I Love You Always Forever. Oh, wow. Oh, I did, I, Great That's song. that one that's like, I love you yes. always forever. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dude, the mid-90s were so much better than the early 90s for for these big singles. Yeah. Um, nine, Tony Braxton, You're Making Me High, Slash Let It Flow. Ten, Keep Sweat, Twisted, mm-hmm. Barely Nudging Out, Quad City DJs, Come On, Ride the Train. Oh Come On God. and Ride It, The Train. Yeah, number 11. I did just submit that for my music league round of Guilty pleasures. I know you would have picked it if it was in the top ten, but sadly, yeah, it's not the case. And we played it at our wedding. Yeah, that is absolutely love right. That song. Um, I love "Always Be My Baby" and "Give Me One Reason," but mm-hmm. I gotta go with "Always Be My Baby." I that's I really love that song. It's a fucking classic. So that's two Mariah Carey songs I've chosen so far. She's good. This is making me realize, like Mariah. Oh, she had two in the top ten. Yeah. Her and Boys to Men joining forces. Yeah, she was huge. Uh, Boys to Men were huge. Celine Dion was huge. Tony Braxton, Monica. It's funny how, like, there's, like, a certain kind of, like, power ballad song that I don't I don't think it charts anymore. It's, like, not what the Billboard charts are for, but it was so big in the 90s. It's been, like, half the songs on any of these playlists. Like the idea, I don't know. Even the idea of like Celine Dion being just like a pop hit maker is just like a weird thing to think about. But she was yeah. huge. Yeah, she was. Um, yeah, the, I'm gonna say the worst one is the T H A Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Emily, Emily, you're you're gonna you gotta give up your cool card now. Wait, what's every, that? Everyone likes Bone Thugs, dude. They're from Ohio. Oh, really? I don't know them. Yeah, we got a li- we got a song. To them. No, I don't. I don't know anything about okay. them. Maybe it's really cool. I don't know. Yeah, I people people really love them, um, but yeah, I'm I surprised. Mean, maybe... I didn't realize they ever had a hit that was that big. Uh, maybe I yeah. should go with "I Love You Always Forever." Wait, what? <laughs> you don't like that song no it's one like i enjoy when i hear but it's like so lame <laughs> wow okay okay yeah okay right. let's do one more this is fun oh yeah it's so fun okay, one, we, got, one we got nothing else going on shit we got nothing else going on okay. 1997 this is like it's like the walker lever in, in conan or whatever you just can't you can't do it <laughs> Three or four times. You got to do it five or six times. 1997. Uh, number one, Elton John, Candle in the Wind, 1997. That is the Ooh. name of the song. Two, two <laughs> is... Uh, I can't believe that was number one. Yeah. 
It was, I mean, wasn't it like the biggest selling single of all time when it came out or something? I don't know. Yeah. But it's and not, it, it's, it's not, I mean, the original Candle and Wind is good, but like, it we didn't need sucks. another. It sucks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, two is Jewel, Foolish Games uh, slash You Were Meant For Me. Um, three, Puff Daddy and Faith Evans, I'll Be Missing You. Wow. I mean, people were, everyone was mourning in 1997. Yeah. Um, four, Tony Braxton, Unbreak My Heart. Five, Puff Daddy, Can't Nobody Hold Me Down. Six, R. Kelly, I Believe I Can Fly. I can um, fly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seven, In Vogue, Don't Let Go, Love. Eight, Mark Morrison, Return of the Mac. I'm sorry. Um, not. Nine, Leanne Rhymes, How Do I Leave? Ten, Spice, <laughs> The Spice Goes, Wannabe. And then it's just weird to see the Backstreet Boys just like kind of right on the edges here. Ooh, Number yeah. 11, Quit Playing Games Great With My job. Heart. They're, they're about ready to just like take over. Explode, but, yeah. Yeah, and you see Hanson just under them too. It's like the, the kind of like boy band thing is going to come back in a big way here. Mm. Um, but yeah, top 10. What do we, what do we think of for 1997? Mm. By the way, I think you know Return of the Mac. You were like, what? But it's that one that's like, Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. And it's got like a big like hip-hop beat. Is he the Mac? Is it like, does he sort of like pronounce his name funny? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Mac Mac Morrison. Is he from Boston? <laughs> Mac. <laughs> Mac. Return of the Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I'll listen to it later. Um, hmm. <laughs> Gotta be Jewel, right? Let's give it up. That's what I'm thinking. Let me just, let me just think about this. Sorry. Um, yeah. mm, mm, mm. I yeah. Jewel, you were meant for me. For me. Slash foolish games. Mm-hmm. And the worst. Ooh. Ooh. Um. Well, R. Kelly is a monster, uh-huh. but I do like that song. I'm going to say the worst is. I go ahead say it. I know what you want to say. <laughs> say candle say in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I was expecting. That's so okay. funny. That is that. That's the right choice, though. I mean, I love Elton John. I love that song. But I'm just like, why? Why did you have to do it again? Mm. You already did that song, right? And I just what feel like, you... the, yeah, it took this song that was kind of like elusive and and interesting and sounded good and, and turned it into just like this I don't know this like kind of blunt and obvious like whatever plus I don't like thinking about I like thinking about Elton John as like a, I don't know as like kind of like a, a, a like a like a subversive figure in like pop music history he's not <laughs> he's obviously like a, he's like a huge star but just like when he's yeah. just like full on like wearing like the english regalia or whatever and like <laughs> writing a song for princess diana it's like what well, i don't yeah yeah so 
What did you think I was going to pick? Uh, Wannabe. Oh, I thought about it. I I used to really like that song, but I've it's, I've burned it out. I just no, I haven't burned it out. It's just been played too much. Yeah, you, you, it's not your fault. World. You didn't yeah, do anything. It's not my fault. I'm not playing it constantly, but I just yeah. feel like I hear it all the time. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, I agree. 2023. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's all right, your that's life probably... in pop. Like that's the first, probably enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the first what fifth of your life in pop, I guess, something like that. Yeah. Um, we'll, this will we'll... be fun to to do the rest of it. Yeah, we just won't record the rest. Yeah. People will have to imagine what we're what we're saying about these songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a, this is a fun idea. I mean, if you're just kind of like nerdy about music it would be fun for anybody to make this kind of playlist mm-hmm. for like their own life starting with the year they're born and just like pick the best all the top 10 yeah and if fun. you it, you know if you don't have to recite all the names of it you could even do like the top 40 or whatever and you'd have like some you know much better choices yeah like for this year you could put a rob you could put a fucking robin them. song in there yeah <laughs> Or bitch by Meredith Brooks. I'm a bitch. Semi charm. More money, more right? problems. Oh, the the fresh men by Verve Pipe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, happy <laughs> birth, happy birthday, Emily. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I hope this everyone had fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. And um. We'll see everybody soon. What? I said we'll see everybody soon. Well, no, we won't. What do you mean? (laughs) We're not going to see everybody. (laughs) Well, I'm just using it. Oh, okay. Just like, oh, we'll be back. We'll be back. Okay, cool. Anyway, bye. Bye. Be mine.